Sorry, I'm half eating, half trying to make sure our audio is all good still. That's fine. Everything's fine. I'm just going to be chomping on some grapes. Today's snack time with Really Cool Podcast. I wish someone had told me I would have had some snacks. Who wants some chicken sandwich ASMR? Well, okay, here's the thing for. I was getting canned earlier because I was drinking iced coffee from here. And it here, it's a thing that you just drink it out of a carton. It's literally the same size as a freaking venti from Starbucks. Just yeah. drinking straight out of the carton. A hundred percent. That's how you do it. Or you use the straw hole. But I don't use that. See, if you use the straw hole, I would be less judgmental of you. Because <laughs> it looked like he was just straight chugging from a freaking milk carton is what it, it looked like at first. It was amazing. Nathan left us again. Yeah, he seems to do that. It's fine. It's a thing. We're professionals. Don't worry about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. <sighs> so this is what it's like being on the podcast. friends and welcome to another episode of the rule of cool podcast my name is morgan and i'm nathan and today we have a special guest with us hi it's matt aka mod madness the one that gets shit on all the time from the (laughs) chat and i'm here today to defend myself (laughs) only because we love you um yes our wonderful mod matt is with us today um there's something special about matt and it's not just that he is special because we love to shit on him. It's because <laughs> Nathan. You, you didn't see it. <laughs> I was watching the Twitch stream. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he's not just special because we love to shit on him. He's special because he's from Australia. G'day. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell from his accent. Um, it is 6.23 p.m. on Saturday here. Matt, what time is it for you right now? It is 9.53 a.m. on Sunday morning. Beautiful. Hey, at least we didn't make you get up super early. Like, we're going to make you get up tomorrow. For yeah, QQA. tomorrow for QQA. Reminder for everyone. Hey, listen. All I'm saying is it's your problem. <laughs> it is. And I'm excited to play. I'm very excited to we play. Maybe you live in Australia. So yeah, four a.m. That's true. Four a.m. is very early to wake up, play a stream session, and then go to work. But you do it because you love us. This is true. This is like for the longest time of knowing Matt. That's like the one thing I knew was a a truth about Matt is that he just gave up basically all of life to play D and D. Yeah. Well, okay. So the whole thing was with COVID, and I lost my job when it all kicked in originally. I had all the time in the world to just play D and D, rewire my entire internal clock. <laughs> right, just, just not sleep at all ever. <laughs> there was literally, yeah. I feel like there were points in there where you were just like sleeping to the next D and D session. Yeah, like, that yeah, was pr- that was pretty much life for a little while. It was awesome. I miss those days so much. God, I was going to bed at like six p.m. to get up at like two or three in the morning. Yeah. To hang out with people and play D and D and I still do that now. Like I said, I've I've got QQA, which I have to get up at four AM and then go to work after. And I also play in another game. Um which is generally okay because I don't have to go to work after it, but we do start at like five AM my time. Um <laughs> so there's that too. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> um yeah, so I met Matt back in May, and we've talked about this a little bit before, like yeah. when uh, Matt and I met on a previous uh, Discord server and kind of became friends through that, and then he was like, hey, meet these people, and Matt is the reason I met Nathan, um, and he's the reason I met Alyssa. Can't blame me for that. And Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame you for that. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, it's crazy. Like, I, I find it so incredibly hard to believe that we met of May of last year, May 19th, to be specific, of last year, because we looked it up. We had an argument about I was, I was sure it was before that, but no, it was May 19th. Um, and it, it, it's weird because on one hand, it feels like I've known you for a lifetime. And on the other hand, I feel like we just met yesterday. <laughs> like <laughs> It's so crazy. Yeah. Cause I think that like Matt, when I met you, it was like, I think, cause I actually think we looked this up too somewhat recently when we started our D and D game, like our Saturday game, mm-hmm. it was May yeah. 1st mm-hmm. was the first time that like, uh, I we made the server outside of mm-hmm. our like looking for group server. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like it, it was like right in May, and then we probably played like a week later than that, and then like two weeks after Morgan joined. So mm-hmm. you'd like you guys had like just been became friends, and you were like, "Hey, I know this really cool person. Let her in your game." And I was like, <laughs> like "All right, cool." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. And then, and then uh, it's been going nearly a year now, which is yeah. crazy. We're coming up to your soon. And I'm on my second character. <laughs> Matt, get to America. <laughs> Screw COVID. Get to America. We're going to have a, a May celebration of uh, friendship. Everyone yes. We need to. I think if the borders were open. We've uh, been planning a meetup for the longest time. And there was like mm. a glimmer of hope for a second that we were going to be able to do it. And then shit hit the fan again. We were like, yeah, if there's well, no, never if mind. There's no yep. Next week, it's because uh, if you're not in America and you don't know what's going on, America burned down <laughs> in like four days. Like, guys, like, like I keep telling days, you, yeah. we got, I got room here. Like, everyone, come to Australia. We'll be fine. I'm telling you, you have a guest bedroom. I'm moving into it. I keep telling um, you, it's ready to go. The hey, only thing is, I... we're gonna have to make that choice. <laughs> yeah. The well, thing is, I don't know if I can live in Australia. It's fine. You have to just learn how to drink out of milk cartons, and it's fine. Don't they drink milk out of uh, a... TJ's in a bag. Don't they drink them in the bag in Canada? That's weird. I could drink out of a carton. That doesn't bother me at all. I know they drink milk out of bags in the UK. Come to Canada. JaredLord99 in the chat. Let me know if you you drink out of bags still. Same, my dude. If I could have gotten on a plane forever ago, I would have gotten out of America. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting. Yep, it's in a bag. See, that's weird. The what? Cart- in a bag? Yeah. That is weird. It literally... Let's see this. Okay. <laughs> Going out of the store to buy a bag of milk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Canada, you crazy. And the UK, ask Cameron. A bag or a box. Like, so it's like the two things milk shouldn't come in. Box okay. water's a thing. I've got box water here, but uh, I d- d- what? <laughs> a box of water, like it's a box with the three bags equals four and a half liters. Well, that's weird. <laughs> All right. Well, we've gone on a tangent. Um, hey Matt. Okay. We have uh, hey. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the rule of cool without tangents. So. You're right. Um. <clears throat> What was your first character you ever played? Um, first character I ever played, like, as in at all, or first character I played properly as in, like, an ongoing game? Dealer's choice. Okay. Well, first character I played that I actually played more than one time in an ongoing game was a human sorcerer called Ronald. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ronald Ruffbend, uh, he was awesome. He was a lot of fun, actually. But um, that was the first game I played on Discord, actually, as well. So your the first, first game I played online. was on Discord? Well, I had played a few times previously, but I never played in groups that, uh, like, stuck it out or were consistent mm-hmm. or were much fun. So all, like, the in-person games, I went and played, like once or twice or you know i think the pathfinder one i probably paid three or four sessions and just going like this isn't for me it's just i i'm much more into like involved with like stories and role playing and yeah um 
all that sort of stuff. They and were just like hit all the in-person the games were just, oh, we want to go kill stuff. We want to have combats and we want to do this. And there's just no role playing going on at all. So I just got yeah. very bored very quickly. And I think, so, yeah, like that's, that's one of the problems I have with people that are like, oh, 5e is best. No, 3e is best, which who says 3e is best. Pathfinder is <laughs> best. Is you best. know, <laughs> 4e is best. Um, who says three is best? Um, <laughs> but it's it's literally it's the same game. It's just how you run it. It it's the same thing. It's just how you run it. And everybody is going to have a differing opinion. Whether they like combat more, whether they like role playing more, whether they like stricter rules and regulations or looser rules and regulations like you literally go down and you tick a few boxes and it's like okay then 5e is probably right for you or pathfinder is probably right for you like quit shitting on people because they like one edition over another if someone came up to me and said hey i really like pathfinder i don't like 5e i'd be like okay well i run 5e campaigns because that's what i like so we're probably not gonna like have fun in a campaign together you should find other like-minded people that like pathfinder yeah simple as that i want to shit on him because he doesn't like 5e (laughs) and that's thing like i enjoy combat as well and we were talking earlier about like most of my characters tend to be more melee sort of stuff anyway so i enjoy the combat aspect but it needs to have reasons it needs to have a meaning behind why the combat's happening and a story reason and an ongoing thing and character development and all those sorts of things as well. Yeah. Not, oh, this session you're going to fight 10 orcs and a troll and you guys will level up after that and it's all just crunchy mechanics and maths. Nah, not my thing. There's also a way to combine that too, you know? Like if you have a long-standing campaign where it's a lot of roleplay, you can have like, okay, guys, this week is the dungeon crawl. Like, this is exactly. the week where you're just going to smash and grab and bash your way through a dungeon, yeah. and that's what it is. And then the next week, you get back to some fun role play. Like, exactly. If it's, a, if it's a one-off thing, then it makes sense. The yeah, the beach episode. We had a... Oh, God, it was the, it was the best thing ever. Matt's the beach so, mayor. So Enki's we, the beach mayor. Yeah, Enki became the beach mayor. So we had a, a session of Nathan's game the other week, and some people couldn't make it. So instead of doing our one-shot game like we would normally do, uh, we just had like a filler episode like they do in anime <laughs> where it's kind of canon in, in the continuity of the uh, of the campaign, but just completely out of left field. So four of the characters went to the beach and just went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Which it was, was good times. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it was it was pure chaos, and I probably allowed things that are like canon esque now that are like probably gonna bite me in the ass. <laughs> like yeah. uh, Inky was like full blown like uh, Earthbender style, like creating a <laughs> sandcastle by like just doing like poses and like slamming well, like into the sand. And, like, it, sta- it started off as a sandcastle and ended up as like an actual size mansion on the beach that people wanted to party in. God, I'm too kind sometimes. I just like let things happen, and then I'm like, "Didn't I say this was canon?" <laughs> you sure did. I'm gonna turn the the issue that I'm scared of is I'm gonna turn Inky into like a freaking uh, Fortnite player where you're like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever played Fortnite, but like if you've seen videos of it. They're just like fighting, but like building walls all around and like deflecting things like to like get away. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be him now. It's gonna be like you just, all right the, like, the make ancient a bridge red dragon lands across. and he's like whoa 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 stairs wall floor <laughs> Well I think I think the caveat you put in place is only works on sand. Yeah. Like I can't do it with dirt or mud or anything. So it's sand only. Yeah. And it's gotta be like good sand. Which yeah. Oh, it's I'm, not still, I'm, about like river, I'm not talking about a riverbed because they were on these like beautiful white sand beaches. This is like uh, <laughs> some good sand. I will find that a way to sand. exploit this. <laughs> yeah, I know you will. God. I'll probably let it happen because it'll be funny when you do. <laughs> I'm just waiting for, for Inky to have pocket sand. <laughs> yes. And then he turns it into little fists. Oh, I see. I should have had sent in his pocket to make a key for the jail cell that he was in. 
in <laughs> session one that he came in. Yeah, he played what in less than an like maybe a half hour of a session at the end of it after he his new character came in. And then his next session he went to jail. <laughs> that guy yeah. sold bad tea. He needed to know about it. Everyone needs to know about it. <laughs> Nightmare player. <laughs> this is that's after when but the thing is is I think this is definitely a Matt issue because Thurman almost went to jail in the other main city that we were in. But he literally died. He you always blown. make edgy characters. That's what just like, that's what the realization just hit. You make these like edgy AF I, characters. I don't, they're not edgy at all. You make these freaking Cody from <laughs> Unsleeping City 2 <laughs> edgy ass characters. Tell me I'm wrong. Nathan, am I wrong? No. Matt, exactly. you make the edgy, no, 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 edgy The I only the edgy character Twitch I've chat, made am I wrong? The Twitch only chat, edgy character I've got is Norris, which is for QQA. God, Tune in. You're telling me Inky is not edgy at all. He's not he edgy. yelled at a he yelled at a tea shop owner because that's not edgy. That's just ridiculousness. Good. All right. Matt makes edge lord players. I make edge lord bad guys. <laughs> the only character that is not complete chaos is Rimeros. Boom, roasted. I didn't say they weren't chaotic. I said they're not edgy. Edge lords like chaotic. Whatever. Not that you just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you just dumb, yeah. All right, well, TJ, ouch, first of all. <laughs> well, first off. First of all, se- first of all ow. Second of all, ow. Um, right. Yeah, like, I, like, when I say edgy, like, my version of edgy is, like, the, you know, the depressed, like, loner of the group that's just... Sonorous. Norris, like Norris, is the only character I've made that's an edge lord because I normally just don't guys, like it. And I guys, went, Q- okay, this is going to be my time, and you'll know what me and Morgan are talking about because yeah. Norris is the epitome of an edge lord. Yeah, I did it on purpose because I never play them. That's that was my whole point. Nor- Norris, the edge lord, uh, Theo, the himbo. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, you're literally Murph. <laughs> What, that is exactly what Murph has played. He played a dumbass teddy and bear. He played. <laughs> so yeah, he played the Eldritch Gummy Knight bear. Kingsguard, which was Romero's. Mm-hmm. And he played the Edge Lord, like Cody. Yeah. Like and that, he played. Me, he played the like like goofy idiot, the ball. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, me and Murph are too similar. So, like, and Anybody we both roll like shit. Know, Matt, Matt's like a huge Nadpod fan. I've never, I don't know if I've actually asked you this. Did you play D and D and or I mean Pathfinder or anything before you listen to Nadpod, or did you listen and then become interested? <laughs> okay, so I was interested in D and D back at high school, um, but in like I had a couple people that would have played, but we just didn't know people that already played. So it was like three or four people that had no idea how to, and it wasn't like 5e where it's, you okay, pick up the book and go sort of thing. Like it could have done it, but it was just too much going on. So I just never ended up doing it, but it's like the kind of thing I was always into. Um, And then I randomly stumbled across NADPOD. I can't even remember how that happened. Um, And I just got sucked in. Like they'd only released the, first four or five episodes maybe when I found it. Um, and I just loved it. And I just got sucked into it forever and went, bang, I have to learn how to play this game. I really want to play. So I started looking around on like Facebook groups and stuff, trying to find groups of people and just nothing ever stuck. And then um, through NADPOD, obviously learned about Dimension 20, got sucked into that as well. And then through the Dimension 20 Facebook groups and stuff is where I, you know, found the servers that started with the one that Nathan's a moderator of and also found the server that I met Morgan. Yeah. But, you know, like over here, like I have Pawpaw, the -hmm. lawyer that just sits on my shelf. Yeah. So litigious. (laughs) God. I think that's like it's it's very interesting of like the amount of dedication that like I mean you've got people that have played since you know the 70s and 80s right these people have literally played D&D like most of their lives 
And then there's people that have like come into D and D from these actual play shows. And I mean, are like on par, like I would think with like skill level, because like they've dedicated so much of their time into like absorbing the content and like applying what they're seeing to like their play styles. And like, it's such an interesting facet of this like newer age of D and D where there is this actual play space where people, when 15 years ago, when they were like, man, D and D seems seems super cool. I would love to learn how to play it, but it's super overwhelming. And I don't personally know anyone to learn it from. Now you can hop online and spend, uh, I mean, realistically, if you were to like have a lot of free time in like a week, you could get the grasp of the game like full. I, I literally learned the entire game system for the most part for playing 5e from listening to NatPod. Yeah. Because they are explaining everything as they go because one of the players has never played before. And I literally just learned everything. By the time I picked up a dice and played my first session, I, other than a few things on character creation and a few random bits and pieces, I already knew the rules. I knew how to play. I knew the mechanics just from listening to these things. Which is, it's so cool. Cause like, I mean, it's like you said, you're interested in it in high school. It just wasn't like a possibility, at least with, without a large amount of undertaking to learn the game. And then it kind of turns you off from it. Right. Because you go, okay, um, how do I learn it? And then you look it up and it's like, um, there's like 40 freaking books on this game. Do I have to read them all? Where do I start? <laughs> yeah. And, the start thing like, is and then, you know, you start to look online and things you're like Googling and this is like, you know, before there's like this big audience for it, it's like you're reading a mm-hmm. forum and it's like, it, it, it's, it gets to this point of like, okay, this is like a huge undertaking or now well, you can watch, you can go watch something like Nat or listen to something like NatPod, and they've got Jake on there who, when he started playing, didn't know D and D didn't understand mm. how to do it. And he did just fine. <laughs> Same with dimension 20 yeah, exactly. with, with Ali Beardsley. Like with Ali. Yeah, exactly. It's just, and there. well, the thing for me is like looking back on it now, cause I'm old. We're talking <laughs> like 20, nearly 20 years ago yeah. when I was at high school. Yeah. Um, you know, like the internet was obviously around. It wasn't that long ago, but yeah. it wasn't to the same level now where you've got you know, hundreds or thousands of different pages that explain how to do things and this and that. Like, I don't even think YouTube was a big thing even at that point. Yeah, YouTube is, what, 2007, 2006, yeah. 2007? Yeah, it's like 07, maybe. Maybe 05. I don't know. Somewhere around there. It started in 2005, which means it probably yeah, started getting... Yeah, so that's when I graduated from high school. <laughs> yeah. Man, Matt, you're old. I forgot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I am old. For those wondering at home, I just turned 33 Morgan, Morgan in gradu- December. Morgan, did you graduate in 14, I would guess? Yes. Yeah. I graduated God, that's in 12. Uh, so two years apart I graduated high school in 14 and college in 18. And I graduated high school when I was 17 years old, not 18 years old. See, and I bought a house in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been my, my sophomore year of high school. I was in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm so depressed. <laughs> Moving hey, on, let's, cut, let's just cut all of this out. I, I am older than Google. A- Amber, are you there? Make, make, just. Make, make Matt not feel so bad. <laughs> By two years. Amber, I'm older than Amber as well. Well, I know, but she's at least closer to you. When you when you talk yeah. to me and Morgan, we make you feel. Everyone does. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I need Smitty Oof. back. This, I miss this Smitty. This is what we've de- determined of like uh, our our age gap is that me and Morgan make TikTok references, and Matt <laughs> and Amber make TV and movie references. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing. Listen, I'm still I am a cusp millennial. I'm still a millennial, friends. Same. 94. I did not have cellular phones or widespread internet until I was 15, 14. I think I got my first I lived with dial-up internet and no cell phone. So. Yeah. Well, I remember it. (laughs) 
Not for long, you didn't. That was like, did you have a a cell phone in high school? Yeah, I think I got a cell phone when I was in like 10th grade. Gotcha. It was like the old Nokia one where you played Snake on it. just made some phone calls. Nokia. Nokia. You are strong. Hey, speaking of, um, Matt. Have yes. you ever had any uh, problems with people understanding you because of, like, slang, slang, I, things you say, your accent? Oh, yeah, all the time. You guys hang shit on me constantly. <laughs> I know. That was kind of a leading question. I know. Um, so, hey, look all over here. the time the it happens. Well, here's the thing. There's some words that you say that sound like other words in our accent. And so we're like this, and you're like, no, this. I'm like, you said it the exact same way. How am I supposed to tell what's different? Like, <laughs> I think that was what there was. A, there was one recently that became a whole thing. I can't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, right I can't remember what it was either. So Amber, I'm, if you're here, remind us. Uh, I have a question for Matt, and you don't have, don't feel inclined to do this, but do you have an American? Can you like do an American accent? Oh my gosh, I we were quizzing him on this. Yeah. I can't do it. I've it tried so many times. Okay. It, it just he, doesn't work. He is just as bad at American accents as I am at oh. Australian accents. I can't do it. We're, we're looking for a word that Matt was having trouble pronouncing recently. Amber said she's listening to something else right now. But Yeah, it's... I, I can kind of get my head around it mentally if I go really slow, but it just doesn't sound right. Like Just, it just, just say this say this line. I drive my car to the park. <laughs> so, okay, normal accent. I drive my car to the park. So, yep. okay. okay. I drive my car oh. to the park. <laughs> See, like, it doesn't make sense. Hard. We don't pronounce the R. See, it's yeah, car. but you, you like overemphasize it. Car. Yeah, because I, if I don't overemphasize it, I won't emphasize it at all. It's you a whole can, thing. Like, you can like see. It's funny because like I know you're thinking about, but I can just see your mouth like like forming, forming the word. R. It <laughs> like, doesn't make sense. Car. It's so foreign. It's like yeah, like we don't pronounce it? like anything that ends in an R. Australians don't pronounce. So like you've uh-huh. got things like okay, car. okay. Did you just say the word foreign? Foreign. Yeah, you just you did the R sound there. Yeah, foreign. Yeah, the, the R sounds there in words, just not at the end of them. Things like, I don't know, shower, mirror. Shower. Mirror. Mirror? No, not mirror. 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 <laughs> mirror. mirror. Listen, I have, a, I have a slight twinge of a southern accent, so... I know, like, it's hilarious. It makes me so happy. <laughs> it's gotten worse that I've since I've been at home, because I've traveled for a while, <laughs> and I got rid of it. Um... But now I come home and I'm like, wild, mile. Uh, I drop my L's. <laughs> Life. The eyes are elongated. I don't do any of that. Yeah, I, I'm not good at doing other You have actions. an accent. I, do... I have an accent? Yes, you do. Do I really? Yes. What's my accent? You guys both have you, accents. You have a weird accent. So what was the word earlier? You just said a word literally like three minutes ago. Um, Car? Mirror? Oh, say ruins. Ruins? <laughs> Where's the eye? Where did it go? Ruins. <laughs> R-U-I-N-S. Yeah, ruins. Ruins. <laughs> no, not ruins. <laughs> ruins are totally different. Ruins is R-U-N-E-S. The word you're saying is R-U-N-E-S. I want See? you to say the root, the word R-U-I-N. That's ruins right there. Ruins. By the way, this is a wonderful box that Morgan made me. And I love it so much. Ruins. Yes. There you go. Ruins. Because <laughs> you, you had used that word in a campaign before, and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what ruins? What ruins are inscribed where? And you're like, and you see the rubble of all these ruin of all these runes. And I'm corn like, corn dog. Is he saying ruins? Matt, say corn dog. Corn dog. Corn dog. Oh, <laughs> I heard it in my own. Corn dog. Corn dog. Because because when you say it, it's you have like a little twang on the do- so corn dog, dog. Um, it's in it's in the dog part of corn dog. 
Welcome to accents. Welcome to accents. Well, that's the thing, because, you know, you're specifically from Australia, but what we're kind of getting into with this podcast is the fact that, like, you can play with anybody. You can play with anybody across the world, but you're going to come into these challenges, right? You're going to come into these, like, regional accents and people from different areas where, like, I mean, Matt's from Australia. He speaks English. He doesn't speak a different language, as far as I know. Wait, do you speak but another language? Your, okay. primary, your primary language is English, so it's not that hard for us to understand each other. Um, but we have a friend that we play with whose primary language is German, and there's some times where he's like, what's the fucking word? What's the word? What's the word? What's the word we, that I'm trying to say? Well, what's the we word? We also have, in our game, we have Gilbert. Um, yeah. Whose player is from Argentina. Language and I'm gonna sound like an asshole. Is it, is it I am fluent in swearing. Yes, I'm sorry. I I'm, I apologize if I ever offend anybody, but I have a sailor's mouth. Um, it's offensive to sailors. Our stream, our stream should have an 18 and up tag, doesn't it? It's offensive to sailors. <laughs> yes. um, I do mark all of our everything as explicit, so you have been warned. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nathan, what? Quit making noise over there. I'm sorry. Um, I was trying to. But, but, yeah, we have. Welcome to the life of a tech theater person. Boy, you're fucking right. Um, <laughs> we kind of talked about a lot. Um, what's your favorite class and race to play? Hmm. Um, favorite race, I. No surprise, YouTube is Janasi. Mm hmm. I really like playing Genasis, all mm-hmm. different types. So my two characters that I play in Nathan's games are now both Genasi. Fire and dirt. And, and so are Morgan's, actually, now, if I think of it. Yeah. Aaron. <laughs> yeah, but I, I also am very partial to Genasi. Uh-huh. Um, my other favorite would have to probably be Tieflings. I really like Tieflings a lot. Yeah. Um, See, you're an edgelord. Yeah, but, no, like, but my tieflings aren't edgelordy like one of them is a pirate and he's awesome and the other one is like the one bard that I made because I fucking hate bards and I made one just to confuse speaking, people speaking of Matt hating uh, bards what's uh, we, we wanted to talk to you about your DMing experience oh uh, yeah because that was your first yeah. time DMing right so for people that don't uh, know my second oh your second okay yeah so what was your first time DMing? My first time DMing was another one shot I ran for pretty much the same people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I should have known going in. It was going to be ruined anyway. Morgan <laughs> ruined that one on her own. Uh, listen, <laughs> I did not ruin anything. No, you didn't at all. It was fine. Um, so it was just a one, like a random one shot that I found um, to run for... Um, people and just gave it a go and it was just very choppy and you know disjointed because I just didn't know what I was doing I was like constantly having to try and read notes and stuff uh, but it was fine we got through it all um, nobody died only a badger was killed <laughs> Poor badger was killed. so, how, so, so the, the thing that, that I was kind of referring to because I thought that was actually your first experience was the all bard one shot? No, so that bard. was the second experience, which might as well have been the first. It was only a couple <laughs> of weeks later, really. I found a one shot that it was called like a bard out of hell, and it was an all bard one shot. So everyone has to play bards. And uh, preface and I, this with someone who hates bards. He he made the decision to run this one shot. Yeah, I thought it'd he be fun to it. kill a bunch of bards all at once, but it didn't happen that way. So I ran this game for, oh, who was it? It was about five people, I think. It was was me, Emma, Alyssa, Amber. Yeah, and then I'm pretty sure Cameron was in it. Yeah, and Cameron. So it was five people. Five buds. And just straight away, just straight away chaos, which is fine. I get there's chaos. But they just didn't ask people questions. They didn't find out any information. And they just got probably two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through this session and realized that they're done fucked up and couldn't go any further because they had none of the information. 
Um, and it was, I think we've been playing for like six hours for this four yeah. hour one shot. Mm-hmm. And I was just banging my head against the table. And just, just all right, we'll finish Here's the thing. Trying not to die. We, we love Matt. We love Matt, <laughs> right? Shit DM. Yes, 100%. Um, <laughs> I we love Matt. He didn't know how to railroad us because we are a group of incredibly chaotic players. And so we were just fucking around getting through it. And, and then we got to a point and we're like, how, 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 what? And Matt was like, oh, you missed some shit like three hours ago. <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't you force us to get to, get to it? <laughs> you got to like railroad. Yeah. So my, my experience DMing, like I was never really like... I thought, okay, it would be interesting to do. Like, I really want to give it a shot. But it was never one of my big plans of, like, I really, really, really want to do it. Um, and then after trying it a couple of times, like, I, I'm I'm much better as a player than I am as a DM. Well, and I think this is a lesson for a lot of people to, like, think about and learn. It's like, where do you get your enjoyment in the game, right? Like, I I, I love DMing. It's, it's something that I find a lot of passion in. Like, I love writing story, and I like developing worlds, and... I like, you know, painting me. It stresses, doing it stresses the, me out. the DM things. But, like, if that's not your enjoyment, don't feel, like, no one feel the need. Like, if if you're like Matt and, like, it just is stressful to you and, like, you're not enjoying it, don't force yourself to do it because what's the point if you're not going to enjoy it? Like, the whole point of D&D at the end of the day, as much as it's collaborative storytelling and people are putting real-world emotions into their characters and things like that is that it's a game. And when you come down to the table with your friends, you want to have fun. And if DMing is not your thing and it's just stressing you out and you're not having fun anymore, play a board game. I mean, uh, do something different. Like if, if exactly. D&D isn't being fun for you anymore, don't don't feel forced to do it. Like at, at the end of the day, what is amazing about D&D is that there's so much to it, but you're all having fun. As long as you're getting together with your friends or family or anything like that and having a good time and, and having fun, that's what it's all about. Like, who cares if it's playing D&D or if, if D&D's stressing you guys out and everyone's not having fun? There's cool board games you could be playing out there. Have a have a game night. Like, enjoy your time with each other. Um, but you got to have fun. And if DMing's not the way to do that for you, but playing is, play. That's awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. I commend Matt for at least trying because, like, talking to Matt before he ran some of these games was him just like, like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. And then he's like, you know, I'll <laughs> give it a shot. Um, well, everyone ruined him, and now he knows. <laughs> well, here's here's my thing as well. Like, I'm not good at improvising. It's just something I'm not good at. I've never had to do it. never got used to it. But at the same time, I'm also – I, I think it comes down to I'm not good at improvising when I'm supposed to do it. So if I'm expected to improvise something, like as a DM, I'll just freeze up. But at the same time, when I make new characters, I am really bad at writing backstories unless I've played the character. So I write a couple of lines of a backstory, and I tell the DM, hey, I need two or three sessions to get to know what this character is going to be like. And then I have to improvise the character and go, okay, this is what they're like. Bang, here's a story that kind of fits in with Inky's how a, I think Inky's they should an be. an asshole and a beach mayor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, okay, Thurmond was a big one. Thurmond was not written as comic relief originally yeah. or thought up of comic relief. But he 100% became the comic relief of the party. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially because we've got Sad Boy Hour on our on my game with everyone's yeah. character pretty much, except for Gilbert. <sighs> But yeah, so, I'm so yeah, so I'm not good at improvising when I'm supposed to, but I need to improvise when I get a spot to. But as a DM, you need to improvise all the time, a lot. Yeah, Otherwise, it's, it just very boring. As, it's it's one of those things that like uh, I feel like it's like you have the knack for, or you you kind of don't. Um, mm. And I don't think there's a wrong or right way to be a DM. Like you can be that very prepared DM. I mean, you got to have some improvisation skills, but like um, for me, like I can run a and d game without notes like my when i when i ran our uh scooby-doo one shot there was literally <laughs> the only notes were uh i gave some names to people i had a random name generator open 
And then I wrote like, um, who was going to be like the one that did the murder. And that yep. was like the only notes I had for that, that story. And then I just ran a D and D adventure. Yeah. So yeah, we, we, we made Nathan run a Scooby-Doo game for us with like two hours notice. I, this was rude. So I was at work and we're talking about planning the game. I'm like, cool. This is going to be great. We're going to have a lot of fun. And Matt calls me and he goes, Hey, I'm getting everybody together. I know you're at work and you're busy. So don't worry about that. I'll, I'll make sure everyone has a character. What level do you want everyone to be? And I was like, cool. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Matt hangs up in the time that me and Matt were on the phone. Everyone else decided that we, they were doing a Scooby-Doo one shot. And then when Matt came back into the voice call on Discord, they were like, we're doing this. That's what's happening now. And put tell Nathan. <laughs> and I, I'm like working, and then I come back to it, and Matt's like, I'm so sorry. I couldn't control it. <laughs> they got away from me. It was, And this is why we know he's not a good DM. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we needed more proof, that was it. Yeah. Well, I like being oh, part man. of the chaos. I don't want to try and rein it in. That's true. That's true. You're very good at being part of the chaos. Hello, friends. Nathan here. I just wanted to cut in and invite you guys all to Quelm Questing Academy. It's an actual play show that's going to be live streamed on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash podcast every first and third Sunday of the month. It's DM by Morgan, and the players are myself and the rest of our awesome mods, and we're all super excited to share this story with you and see where it all goes. Can't wait to see you there. But um, before we move on, like the the rest of the question that originally started it all was oh. the uh, favorite class and race, which we didn't finish. Yeah, yeah, so, because friggin' Nathan so rudely interrupted you. <laughs> Go on. I know, right? Just, That's how So my favorite, uh, yes, yeah, so favorite races are old, all no. <laughs> the Genasi and Tieflings, and favorite classes are barbarians because. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to rage. Fucker. I am a barbarian in real life. Let's, let's be honest. Um, if you know, you got Morgan, who's the real life bard, and I'm a hundred percent real life barbarian. Nathan um, is IRL ranger. <laughs> Tracks. As I'm eating jelly beans. <laughs> no, just because rangers suck. I mean, wow. Why not? Right, oh. I would kick Matt out of this call. Hey, Amber says truth. <laughs> Wait, I'm a ranger? How am I a ranger? <laughs> um, but my my other favorite uh, class is warlocks. Yeah, because they're awesome and a lot of fun. And well, that's the other thing that I would be in real life as well. Because oh, truth um, I would love to have magic, what? but I also don't want to study for it and. I probably wouldn't be born with it, so I'd just make a deal to get it easy. <laughs> they agree. They agree with me. They agree with me. Uh... <laughs> Someone give me any elaboration to how I give off ranger vibes. I've never even... I've literally never <laughs> You're eating jelly beans, bro. You're eating pear jelly beans. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my two. So, real life Matt is a... So, would you say you're, you're, a, you're a bard lock, yeah. Morgan? And I'm a... And I'm a bar block. block. There you You're go. a bar block and I'm a bard block. Yeah. It's close. See, me and Morgan are just too similar in so many ways. Or you're Probably. a warbarian. warbarian. Ooh, I, I do like warbarian. that better. Warbarian is way better. Way better. <laughs> That's kind of badass. Cause you're a warbarian. Those that can see the screen, me and Morgan have the same tattoo. Yeah. Completely independent of each other. You can't. I have a tank top on. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Ta-da. We're getting banned on Twitch. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I have a tank top on. You didn't see any naked over my shoulder. Don't show nipple. <laughs> God. It's going to be the new grab. No. Hello, daddy. Take me. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Yes. Oh. Amazing. I hate you both. Um, all right. Well, I thought we brought Matt on here to make fun of, and now me and Matt are teaming <laughs> You guys did call me a ranger. Oh, I, think so. been sh- I think it's been shared around pretty well. I don't like well. being on this side of it. Yeah, you guys did call me a ranger, so. 
I mean, rude. <laughs> hey, Matt, let's show you some more. Is there anything uh, that we say that you just don't understand? <laughs> like coming from like different cultures? Well, I think the difference is like we still have like American shows on TV and everything. So we still grow up mm-hmm. hearing American accents and words and mannerisms and stuff. Yeah. So it's not as foreign to me as yeah. it probably would yeah. be for us. There's not many Australian shows that I can imagine would be on TV in America. What's like, what's like an iconic Australian TV show? This is random, but. Oh, um, like, like, Bluey. Oh, I see. I don't know what that is, but I I don't I know what it is, but I just don't know anything about it. It sounds. What's like? Well, it depends. Like you've got different levels. You've got your kids' shows, like Bananas in Pajamas. That's a whole thing. Bananas in Pajamas. Oh my god, I used to love that show. Um, what else is there? I didn't realize that was an Australian show. Yeah. Unless there's an American version of it, like I don't, I don't know if you guys. Have, yeah. They definitely had an accent, but I was not culturally aware enough <laughs> to determine that it was an Australian accent and not as a British accent. Uh-huh. So, so the, what's the difference? You're both owned by the Queen. You saw <laughs> First of all, how dare you? <laughs> um. <laughs> Am I wrong? You're going to look at me, you're going to tell me that I'm wrong? <laughs> Owned by the queen. The queen can fuck off. Um, no, let's cut that out of the podcast. She's a witch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Tell me Sedition. <laughs> Oof, that hits too close to home. going to get hung for treason or something now. Um, your dogs start barking, know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's fun. that one cartoon about the, that has the, um, um, the koala bear? Blinky Bill. Blinky Bill. Blinky Bill. Yeah. That's a good one. I think it was when we were trying to teach you an American accent and you were trying to teach us Australian accents. Where we, oh, yeah, I was, was just a going through ago. a list of Aussie slang and I'm like, what the f- is half of this stuff? Like, what, what happened in your language to make <laughs> these words happen? Um, <laughs> well, like my name on Twitch, for example, Chucky Bicky. Chalky Bicky. Um, listen, Chalky Bicky, that's fine. I get it. You call cookies biscuits, which I still think is a little weird because biscuits are fluffy pastries. No. But. You, you call biscuits what we call scones. Yes. Because well, a scone is sweet. Yeah. Well, a, scone so is a biscuit sweet. is like a bread roll. A scone, wait, wait, okay, so wait, if you... a scone for us is like a Danish. Kind of. But then we have Danishes kind of. too, though. I know, but I mean, the in relativity, Wait, so, a scone so is closer you... to a Danish than it is a biscuit. So the thing that you know to be a scone, it's like savory, right, Matt? That's what you're talking about? No, that's sweet. But, like, I'm thinking, like, I don't so, like, know, we don't have, like, if you want bread buttery. with your dinner, you just have bread. It's, like, that's what a biscuit is, essentially, is just a bread roll. A bread, but we have bread rolls, too. This is what it's a whole thing me. we don't have. It's it's like an extra step in the middle of everything. Yeah. That you don't need. So you just get rid of them. You need biscuits. All right. Have you ever eaten biscuits and gravy, Matt? Ugh, oh my no. god. What? I love biscuits no. and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. It's like a flaky biscuits buttery dough with like a flaky buttery scone. Okay. With. <laughs> Especially with a sausage gravy on top. Yeah. Sausage gravy. Oh. It's very good. It's obvious that there's like some things that is just weird for both sides, honestly. Like there's things that I don't understand you say. There's things that I say that you probably don't understand. Um, especially when I have my accent, which is really bad. But one thing that everybody understands is hilarious shenantics from your D&D games. <laughs> so Matt has a shenana story for us today. Um, I will go ahead and read it, unless you want to, Matt. It's up to you. I uh, know you can read it. It's fine. And then I can, I can answer any questions that might come up out of it. <laughs> yes. All right. So here is Matt's shenantics. <clears throat> Gotta clear my voice. 
party of four in a new town started randomly talking to people in a tavern, a married couple that have had an apparent issue with cows getting killed on their farm. After they left, the ranger saw the tracks had been joined by a third set of prints, so he followed them to the edge of the farm. After a bit, the whole party was gathered there. There was a whistle, and the cows all came to the house. The paladin and ranger walked up slowly to check if they were safe and let them know they had been followed while the bard and warlock stayed behind. After a bit, the bard and warlock got bored. Both cast disguised self and became Jaboba's witnesses. Let me just repeat that one more time. <laughs> Jaboba's witnesses. A whole new religion. <laughs> and a drow and gnome instead of human and halfling. As they walked to the door without the knowledge of the paladin and ranger who had moved to the back of the house and were held at bow point, the door knocking started and went unanswered, leading the warlock to Eldritch blast the door away, making the owner angry after being talked down. The paladin, hearing the explosion with no context, ran down the side of the house, tackling the warlock to the ground, not knowing it was her, and breath weapon freezing the bard, leading to a back and forth between the three while the ranger looked on, just done. It was a great session. We did not even get the single thing planned for the session done. Yeah, it was a great time. Chaos incarnate. This is these are the kind of things that you love to hear about in a D and D game where it's like you're like, okay, cool, we got to get this thing done. Everyone's like, yep, we got to get this done. And then you're like, hold on, what if we did this? <laughs> and yeah. then it just spirals and spirals and spirals. So, okay, so a couple of things to know. So at the moment, so the, okay, first of all, this is uh, Mod Mischief's game she is a dm4 now uh mod mayhem and myself um mod mischief's husband and another good friend of ours uh were the party and at the moment we're missing one of our party who is away at the moment and while he's away instead of going on without him we've gone off book for a few months just doing side stuff uh, and then we'll go back to curse of Strahd once we have him again and as Amber just said, it was 95% improv because it had to be because no one was planning for this. So what I want to know is who in that group was who? Okay, so I and the Paladin. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Mayhem, Alyssa, is the Bard. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh <laughs> Cameron is the warlock, and Billy was the ranger. So I, I love that. I, it just makes total sense to me that you're the one that like sprints around and tackles people. Yeah, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. So this is the, like my characters are always just stupid and the comic relief characters, the, which is again why I went with like the edge lordy sort of character in Norris. But even that, I still do stupid things. Like he has his yeah. gigantic glasses and stuff, and yeah. still will do funny things. Um, but yeah, so we had decided because we couldn't trust the Bard and Warlock to do anything, that we would go ahead and talk to the people who owned this farm and say, "Hey, you guys got followed. Like, there's bad stuff happening. Are you guys okay?" Like it was like an innocent thing to check on them. And then, yeah, we got held at bow point and got like, getting yelled at and stuff. We finally, like, literally, while while we're getting held at bow point and they snuck up and became Jaboba's witnesses, which is still a thing now. <laughs> and I hate it so much. Jaboba's witnesses. Okay. So who was the one that came up with Jaboba's witnesses? Alyssa. Of that, course. of course. Yep. Of course. That doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> Nothing about the story surprises me with the four of you. Like, <laughs> the thing is, I feel I feel bad for Billy. Like, even here, like, I just said, Billy says, Gritty was trying to be helpful, but no. Man, and then Jehovah's Witnesses are ins- instigated into the campaign. This camera that did yes. the disguise thing. That. 
tracks. That tracks. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, so then, and then they did get... <laughs> of course they did. Um, but, yeah, and then because they were disguised and it was literally, after being held at a point, there was an, just a random explosion out the front of the house and they thought they were in danger. We just ran around the side. Like, so Vrail is my dragonborn paladin. He's like six foot seven, white dragonborn in full armor. Yeah. Just like ran down the side of the house and like flatlined the warlock. And then the Breath, Breath Weapon Bard. froze? Yep. Ball? Yep, she had that coming. How long was it before you realized that it was, in fact, your party member? Um, it was after that because I think the bartenders. Oh, Rail, that hurt. And went, oh, okay, they know my name. So was it like surprise round and then round of action for you and then you found out that it was your party member? It wasn't even, I don't even think we rolled initiative, but then I think because, so the Paladin and the Warlock have uh, been at ends from day one. So they just continued to fight each other for a while. So yeah. Say, is, is, so, so the bard's name is is Anne Bassand. Wait, so, and... so Amber says it was a drow and a gnome. Did you tackle the gnome? No, oh, it was the drow. Okay. So, so a very so, funny image. So, Alyssa's character is the halfling became the gnome, and oh. uh, Cameron's character was human and became the the drow. A very funny imagery to see this like fully heavy armored. Dragonborn tackling a gnome, that would have been much funnier. Yeah, that would have been that would have been better, but it was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I just imagine just this little thing and there's just this giant <laughs> dragon person, like full blown, like coming into you like a linebacker. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. That was the whole idea. It was just like full like just sacked the warlock. God. <laughs> this this is the kind of chaos that is is common with our group of friends. Um, mm. And also why Matt can't DM, because he has to, to yeah. try to deal with... I, I have to be part of, of the chaos. I can't control it. I can't reel it in. Like, this is the same group of players. We played a four-hour session, and we our whole thing for the session in Amber's notes was get to that house. And it was like 400 feet away. Like, you could see it from where we were in the street. We didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get. We, we did not get down the street. You're like, we could throw a rock hard enough and hit it, but we did. We couldn't get there. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got. We just kept getting sidetracked from things. There was haunted houses to see. There was a crazy lady that was just far it too interesting. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. one of those things that's kind of funny though, because like, it's you almost know you're getting yourself into that when you sign up a group of players like that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh, man. Well, Matt, are we, uh, Morgan, actually, are we wrapping this up here? I think so. I think that's about it. Yeah. That's what we planned for the day. We just wanted to, uh, you know, we had uh, Amber and Alyssa on already, so we couldn't leave Matt out in the cold for long. <laughs> we uh, had to have him on. Don't worry, I'm, I'm used to the cold. I'm always left out. Just sit there Used to the cold, says the, the one who lives in Australia and has never seen snow. Yeah, it is hot here. It's summer. And it's gross. It's really cold here. I'll trade. But hey, um, make sure to follow us on all our social medias. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on um, Discord. Discord. Yeah, go hop in our Discord channel. Talk to us. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, give us topics, give us questions, give us shenantics, story times. Um, got homebrew items you want us to look at and talk about and maybe use in our campaigns with full credit to you, of course. Uh, go to our Discord channel, drop those in there. Um, share with us. We want to talk to you. We want to hang out. Uh, we are on YouTube now as well. Yeah. Um, haven't posted a video yet. Still have to get it edited. But um, QQA will be put up on YouTube eventually. <laughs> but I'm just saying to people, like, get ready for that. That will be a thing. Yeah. Um, if you're watching the Twitch stream right now, um, tomorrow is QQA. 
uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on twitch.tv slash podcast. Um, if you are listening to the podcast right now, then you missed episode two. Go watch it on our Twitch channel right now because you can watch it up to two weeks after it is streamed live. That about wraps it up. Uh, if you guys haven't already um, and you listen to us on the podcast on iTunes or anything or on Spotify, make sure to follow. And if you're on iTunes, uh, rate and review the podcast. That super helps us out. Um, and uh, we, we would really super appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and special thank you to Matt for joining us. This has been another episode of the Rule of Cool podcast. Bye. Bye. And that one guy that the DM knows that nobody else really likes. Let's play D&D, our favorite RPG. The one where we can burn a town and have no real consequences. Oops. There will come a time, or two or three, when we can all meet at the same time. We might not get to play for several weeks, but our heroes will still be there when we go back. Let's play D&D, you and me, and all of our Let's play D&D, our favorite RPG. Escape your life and play pretend with no real consequences. Let's play D&D, you and me, and all of our best friends, except that one guy. Let's play D&D, our favorite RPG. Escape your life and play pretend for a 